Good morning. I'm James Holman with The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202's Big Idea for Monday, July 31st. Here's today's big idea. It does not matter how loyal you've been to President Trump in the past. You cannot count on him to have your back. Trump has described himself as, quote, a loyalty freak and told interviewers that it is the trait he cares about most when hiring an employee. But how exactly does the president define loyalty? A review of his career in his first six months in office suggests that Trump holds an absolutist black and white view. You're either with him or against him. There is no in-between. And it is about him. Loyalty is something he believes he's owed, but does not owe. Let's consider the case of Reince Priebus. Trump's diehard supporters see themselves as members of what they've begun calling the October 8th Coalition. These are people who steadfastly stood by Trump last fall on the day after the Washington Post published that 2005 Access Hollywood videotape of him boasting crudely about being able to get away with groping women because he's a celebrity. When Trump ousted Reince Priebus last Friday, a senior White House official explained that the president has questioned the depths of his loyalty ever since that day. Trump has often noted that Priebus, who was then chairman of the Republican National Committee, suggested that he drop out of the race when that interview came out. One senior official told my colleagues that Priebus's advice was, quote, a stain he was never going to remove, the scarlet A.H., as in Access Hollywood. But here's the rub. Being a member of the so-called October 8th coalition does not actually ensure that the president will be loyal to you. Just ask Jeff Sessions who that very weekend, on October 8th, was a Trump surrogate. He was in the spin room after a debate in St. Louis, and he went out of his way to defend Trump. Trump rewarded Sessions with his dream job, but their relationship ruptured just three weeks after the attorney general took office. The president told reporters that Sessions should not recuse himself from matters involving the Trump campaign. But Sessions had already decided to step aside For four months, Trump has rarely spoken to his attorney general. Not only does he ice him out, he's now publicly spent the last two weeks trying to push him to resign. There are tons more examples like this, including Chris Christie, who was sitting with Trump when that story of the 2005 tape broke and backed him up publicly afterwards. He nevertheless got purged as head of the transition team just one month later. And that's today's big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. One, Vladimir Putin will expel 775 personnel at U.S. diplomatic missions in Russia, he announced Sunday, a significant escalation that comes after Trump said on Friday night he will sign the sanctions bill passed by Congress last week. The U.S. and Russia have expelled dozens of each other's diplomats before, but Putin's statement indicates that this is the single largest forced reduction in embassy staff. It's comparable only to the closing of the American diplomatic presence in the months following the Communist Revolution of 1917. Number two, the United States pointedly showed off its military prowess on Sunday in response to North Korea's launch Friday of a missile capable of reaching the U.S. mainland. Two supersonic B-1 bombers flew over the Korean peninsula as part of a joint exercise with Japan and South Korea and U.S. forces conducted a successful missile defense test over the Pacific Ocean, sending aloft from Alaska a medium-range ballistic missile using what's called the THAAD system. Number three, 
John Kelly will be sworn in today as chief of staff. He's replacing Priebus. The retired four-star Marine general will step down as Secretary of Homeland Security, and the president hopes that he will bring order and discipline to a dysfunctional West Wing. Trump envisions Kelly executing his orders with military precision and steely gravitas and without fretting about palace intrigue. But no matter how decisive his leadership, Kelly alone cannot turn Trump's vision into reality. Warring internal factions that have stirred chaos may not easily submit to Kelly's rule. Can the new chief change the culture? Stay tuned. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, July 31st. You can read more at WashingtonPost.com daily202. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.